and welcome to Dub Talk, the podcast where a group of otaku friends discuss their opinions on a recent English dub announcement or review the dub of a recently released series. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Stephanie, and joining me today, as always, is Megan. <laughs> and our guest joining us today, <laughs> I love this tournament right now, uh, from the YouTube channel Anime Palooza, we have Gigi. What's happening, everybody? My neck kind of hurts, just saying. <laughs> My everything is. hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where, I don't know what you were you doing while you were watching this. There was a sewer involved in two parts of a triplet. Two thirds of triplets. Remember, Megan, you volunteered for this. <laughs> okay, uh, today we're going to be tackling our very first dub review on the podcast. Because uh, that Attack on Titan one that was a vlog a while ago, it kind of and kind of does and kind of doesn't count. I don't know. But the series we're tackling today. It's gonna be a little weird, because I think a lot of people don't like it, and then there are some people, it's like, Guilty Pleasure Central. I know, at least for me, it's a Guilty Pleasure, so screw everything. Today we're going to be reviewing the English dub of Diabolic Lovers. Yay! This is me clapping. Without <laughs> clapping. It's the, it's the best. <laughs> yeah, Megan just finished watching this. Time for train wreck a palooza. Choo choo! Choo choo, motherfucker. Where's. Wait, wait. We need Jerry Jewel. Where the fuck is Jerry Jewel and the motherfucking rail tracer conductor? Far the fuck away from this show. <laughs> As all the smart people would who didn't eat a paycheck at the time. That's true. Oh. <laughs> Alright, since this is the first dub review for the podcast that we're going to be doing, I'm, I'll explain how this is going to kind of work. This is going to be similar to the dub announcements. We're just going to go backwards in staff and casting and just discuss our thoughts on the performances from this dub. We may talk about the show, so fair war- the show itself, so fair warning. If you have not seen the first season... We may get a little spoilery from time to time as we discuss the performances and these moments. And let's just say there are going to be some moments where we're kind of like, what the fuck happened? Welcome to Diabolic Mommy Issues. <laughs> an Oedipus complex for everyone! You get yeah. an Oedipus complex! You get an Oedipus, get an Oedipus complex! Look under Chris your Hansen seat. says to take a seat. <laughs> Look under Hold your on, seat. I'll just take one. Look under your oh seat, kids. It's a brand new Oedipus complex! Oh lord. So yeah, just so you know, we may get spoilery um, for this episode, so yeah, just fair warning. And we're just gonna try our very best to talk about and critique the performances in the dub. <laughs> just saying. I'm sorry, my friend. Okay. My friend Hina, who loves this show, just just sent me her nicknames for all of the characters. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, Hina. You're gonna have to, yeah, you may you, have to Hina. tell us how it goes as we go. Fuck you, but, Hina. Um, it's one of the people Okay. I told when I was watching this show, it was like her, my friend Roxanne, Kenny, uh, other Megan I know, Melissa, Marissa and Christine were all like, oh, and Stephanie, but, and we're all like, you're finally doing it! And I'm like, I hate all of you. <laughs> you love okay. it. Don't be Yes, I did. I totally loved it. Train wrecks are amazing. It's great. So anyway, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the game plan for this episode. So why don't we start with the ADR director and the scriptwriter. The ADR director, because 
obviously no predictions here. ADR director is Janice Williams, and the script writer is Cameron Lantos. Um, whoever um, Cameron Lantos is needs to, like, jump off a cliff, because this script was terrible. Well, funny story, this is the only script he's ever written. Oh, somehow that makes sense, because it's terrible. Well, oh the other thing for me, though, the other thing for me, though, was, like, something I noticed early on. It kind of seems like it tried to stick with being a faithful adaptation for the most part. Because I can remember some parts of it, like, in the Japanese, lining up with the English script, so at least that's what I figured. I mean, like, he tried, but there were so many better ways that the dialogue could have been formed just to make it sound more conversational, or at least, like, more like somebody was in trouble, other than, you know, I think... She said something, like, slightly at one point in time, and I was like, really? You're going to bust out slightly right now when your neck's about to get two holes poked into it? I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> to me, the biggest thing was, like, there were a lot of times where, like, stuff would transition, and it just felt so staged and stilted. And you could, like, yeah. as much as the actors were trying, there was no way they were not going to get all of these lines out like they were a piece of, like, wooden board. And it was really awkward. Because you would go from, like, these flashback moments to, like, oh, I must do this. And there was no flow to it. Yeah, like, I I can see that problem. There was a little bit there. Um, And just to get credits for Janice Williams out of the way, uh, she's mostly done more, like, media coordinator subtitles and stuff like that, but she does have a couple other directing credits at the very least, mostly in the way of Clanad and Clanad After Story. Uh, I think that's the only other one that she's... Uh, no, Dream Meter Mary is one. Which Dream Meter Mary wasn't bad. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the damn thing, and I've never seen Clanad. It was. A, you've um, never seen Clanad at all. Nope. I have not seen. Clanad. I am the only person in the world who hates Clanad. May, may, and I know, my director on my other podcast because she fucking hates it too. Oh my god! Please, we could be besties. <laughs> she also made a drinking game to this anime. Oh, definite besties. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not seeing. It's mostly like media coordination and I DVD mean, producing. But she has a few directing credits here and there. The Clanad dub was fine. It was probably the only worthwhile part to that show, and it's the only show I will ever remember Greg Ayers in. That's the only thing I think of when I think Greg Ayers. I'm like, oh, he's the blonde dude in Clanad. So <laughs> at least she did something right. The only show that she's <laughs> directed go. that I, I know I've watched, but I just haven't watched the dub of is Suritama. But there's just this clip floating around on Tumblr. It's like, all you need to know about the Suritama dub. And it was just the little blonde one making, like, really stupid noises. <laughs> Hooray. I think in terms of the directing, considering the voice acting talent who are a part of this, it turned out fine. The scripts, on the other hand, <laughs> mm. it, it was interesting. I mean, you mm, know, no. you know... Sharing is caring, guys. <laughs> okay, that was the best line in the entire- Okay, what are we kidding? That was the best line in the entire dub. God, I don't you know sharing line. is caring. Yeah, that was that was Lito, right? Yeah, that was Lito. Probably. Best line. Lito who said yeah, that was Lito's like best line. I had to like almost pause the video because I was laughing too hard. I lost my shit when I heard that line. I'm like, oh, I'm out. It was like the <laughs> bit, most bitter. I suddenly li- I suddenly liked Lito after I heard that line. I'm like, I'm out. We're good. I, I like you now. Lito <laughs> when he started setting people on fire. <laughs> I mean, like so the last episode, right? Sometimes yeah, you gotta set a bitch on fire. Sometimes you gotta you set gotta, a bitch on fire. Sometimes you've got to Mufasa your own mom. Mom, yes. the king. <laughs> it's the 
circle of life and it moves us all. God damn it. So get the fuck off my balcony. Choo choo. <laughs> We're on a roll. <laughs> Yay. We're on fire, so. just like Cordelia. Oh, but um, shh. <laughs> and Richter while we're at it. <laughs> Goodbye, Uncle <laughs> Like, I don't have a lot of issues with the directing at the very least. The writing, obviously, like, it, it was really stilted at points. But it kind of also seemed at certain points that it was, it tried to be rather faithful to the original Japanese, which I can, considering this is the only credit that Cameron Lantos has, I can give him the benefit of the doubt there. I think maybe he it was pissed still, off somebody and got thrown in a closet at Sentai. <laughs> You're not allowed have. to come out until you learn how to write better! <laughs> Might have. Do we feel good about moving on, I guess, then? Yes. There's not a yes. lot to talk about there. Next stop All on right. the train. <laughs> um, so for the most part, we're gonna be putting a lot of these characters in pairs. Uh, we're not talking about the mini-me versions of the six brothers. So they are adorable. They are adorable. We'd be here all day. Um, <laughs> but we are at least going to talk about the dear old mothers. So the first two mothers, Krista and Beatrix. Um, Krista is Subaru's mother and Beatrix is uh, Shu and Reiji's mother. And um, Krista is voiced by Brittany Karbowski and Beatrix is voiced by Lucy Christian. Yay! My one fear in the entirety of the flashback where you see them talk is she has this dog. And my entire thing is, don't kill the dog! Don't eat JoJo's bizarre Don't eat it! Please don't eat that dog. Don't kill that dog. Don't eat that dog. Don't turn it into some fucking dog vampire shit. Um, (laughs) So by the way, other credits. Um, Brittany Krabowski, you probably know her as um, Blackstar from Soul Eater. Oh god, what else? I'm just looking. Yamada's first time! Yamada's first time. I forgot that. Um, let's see. She has done... She's the girl in Shattered Angels. She's my favorite female voice actress ever. So I feel like <laughs> I should give Brittany Karbowski some props for saying three lines in this god-awful anime. I hope you got a paycheck, Brittany Karbowski. Yeah, she's... She's most she's mostly done a lot of Sentai stuff, but she has done quite a few Funimation things. She's done Hog and I Next. She has done High School of the Dead. Ugh. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Yomengand. Uh, a variety of things, really. She's done a variety of stuff. She's pretty BA. Um, and Lucy Christian. Oh my lord, she's done a lot too. Uh, probably one of her most well-known roles, I would say, would be Nami from One Piece, of course. There's also Clanad. Speaking of Clanad, hey. uh, <laughs> Brittany Karbowski uh, was also in Canon 2006. Oh right, I forgot about that. She also did Fullmetal Alchemist. She was the one little um, kid in Black Butler you wanted to punt into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Eloise Trancy. Eloise, yep, I forgot about that. She also did. She was Duck in Princess Tutu. There oh, we go. Right. That's all. Yeah. There that's we go. all you need to We're know. Good. That's it. We all. That's it. We're good. Um, I these say two she was only. The dumb, she was the dumb twin in Dean Angel. She was the one no. that. Was she like was the something grandma. in Dean Angel. She, she was, was in um, Air Gear. Risa. Yeah, she's Risa in Dean Angel. Cause um, I do not remember who plays the other twin, but Hillary Haig. Yep. I was like, who the fuck plays the other twin? Um, so. 
these two characters, they only ever really appear and talk n in one episode. No, Beatrix has another episode um, with Ragey involved. On Just like a two-second thing, I think. On the bright side, at least but, they um, aren't the shittiest parents in this show. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, in terms of their performances, based on the little tiny bit we have, I think it was fine. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. I mean, for me, with Brittany Karbowski, I don't hear her much in female roles. I still have Black Star on the brain, like, uh, all these years later. So, actually hearing her use a use her natural voice, use I'm like, okay, voice. I like you. Use her lady voice. <laughs> use her lady voice in Diabolic Lovers. Imagine yes. that. I, I thought it was good. I felt so when I, bad when, for her. I felt so bad for I her know. Like, character. Krista's really is... just oh. if if you don't know much about diabolic lovers, like I I even read up on a little bit of the story. Poor there was a lot of Krista shit. <laughs> poor Krista and poor Sabaru. Holy shit, man! You guys are having me want to Google this shit like right now. Do we just want to say what it is? Because it's never it's never brought up. Yeah, just doubt tell me. The... It's never brought. She was raped. What? Yeah, she's she was raped by the by the dad. The, yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's why she's stuck up in that tower. Yes, <gasps> essentially. That's so bogus. Yeah, because she uh, didn't want to marry Subaru him. Subaru was a mistake. rape baby. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I was a rape baby. Poor Subaru. Yeah. Was a mistake. <laughs> it was an accident. My bad. <laughs> oh, poor. No. Yeah. Like, I like Subaru though. And, and here's the it's worst thing about this series. Here's the worst thing about this series. She's not the only rape victim. Oh no, my she's God. not. I don't even think that we should bring up this word in here just because yeah. so many people are like yeah. so hardcore about thinking this anime is like a piece of misogynist shit because of all the stuff that happens. And I just think it's funny. And I just, I feel that like people are just like going to take shit out of context. He Here's the thing. Like, the whole backstory with Krista, though, never talked about in the show. Yeah, I never would have known until you yeah, just told me. Yeah, unless you unless Yeah, you actually, I, I never would have guessed, too. The game. Maybe it's going to be brought up in the second season. I don't know. I highly doubt it. It's, yeah, it's ob it that's... obviously comes out. It, it probably obviously comes out in the game, but I, I don't even know where the, season, the second season that's coming is going to go. I don't know what direction that shit's going to go in. <laughs> what? I think they brought in a new guy. They brought, they brought in some in, new like, characters. Six yeah. new dudes. Oh, yes, my reverse harem grows ever larger. <laughs> I mean, just for, like, a f like probably not even a minute each that they each have uh, voice acting time, I think Lucy and Brittany did fine, personally. Yeah, Lucy did really great. She was almost unrecognizable, because usually I can tell Lucy Christian, like, mm. out of a drop of a hat, and I had to, like, look between the characters to see which one she actually played, so... yeah. It took it took me a second too. Like I was hearing it, and then I suddenly heard like a, t like a twinge of like a tone of voice that she would normally use for when she portrays Nami. I was like, okay, yeah. there's Lucy. Yep, and there's the, the Lucy in that I scene, know. In that set of scenes, it's like the second character she's playing because she's also the baby version of Lito. That's true. She is the baby version of Lito. Oh my god. And then I thought that Brittany was also another one of the baby versions. No, she she's was only somebody. Krista. It says she's only Krista, but she probably might have been the younger version of um, Kanato. Might have been. I don't remember. Yeah, because it doesn't but, have uh, all the like, babies. I... Oh, no, never mind. That's Tiffany Grant. Whoopsies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think... Yeah, maybe Lucy is the only one who plays a baby version of the boys. I think Lucy is the only one. Because I know the person who plays Cordelia does not. 
Because uh, Cordelia <laughs> just plays Cordelia, and Cordelia is a fucking bitch. Oh my god, wait till we get there. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Actually, do we want to get there? Just let's go. I mean, we could get there. Okay, so uh, next two, may as well move on. Cordelia and Richter. Cordelia is the mother of Kanato, uh, Ayato, and Lito. And Richter is dear old uncle. Uncle Dichter! Dichter. Uncle, uncle Dichter, as uh, Megan so aptly named him. Um, so Richter, might as well start there. Uh, David Matranga plays Richter. And um, <laughs> I love this one. Uh, Monica Real voices Cordelia. Uh, they let Monica use her adult voice. For those of you <laughs> and who they don't, also let her be a bitch. Uh, for those of you who don't watch my channel, I hate Monica Real. What? Hater. Hater. Uh, All the high pitched little baby girl voices she does, I want to punch her in the throat. However, in this anime, she was really good because she didn't do that stupid, whiny, high pitched voice. So she's like going back to 1999 in her Princess Nine roots where she didn't use it at all. But I really dislike Monica Real extremely. Quick question Have you ever seen either Razafon or Michiko and Hachin? Neither. Then you need to because she, she also, also uses her big voice. bird voice there. Thank God. Uses, yep. Those those are two. Like, I love, I love it when she uses her big girl voice. I really do. And, I mean, she's one of the few people who can really pull off the cutesy, annoying little from girl. So I can't blame her. And she's being, she's normally typecast in those things, so it's not necessarily her fault. <laughs> yeah, she but, gets um, typecasted, like, super bad. Oh, man. I mean, I just saw her in Tokyo Ghoul, and at first it was great. Because I don't want to spoil Tokyo Ghoul for you people who haven't seen it, but she does use the big girl voice, but then she also yep. uses the baby voice, and I was like, no, shut up! And then she went big girl, so... She well, uses the, the baby voice once, and I can understand why they did it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was like, because I haven't watched the dub yet for the first season, but considering who Monica does play, Rize, yes, um, I can understand, like, using the big, like, the little girl voice, and then big girl voice. I can understand that. I need to rewatch season one. Good no, granted, my favorite um, Monica Real characters are character in ghost stories, mostly because it's just horrible, horrible Oh my Bible god, that was so funny! <laughs> it's all it is is horrible, horrible Bible-thumping jokes for like 26 episodes. You will never convince me that that show doesn't have the, one of the best dubs I've ever heard. Best dub ever. Anywho, <laughs> a few other roles that Monica's done. She's done Assassination Classroom, she's done Bacchano, she has done... She's Sonic the Monkey in Blood Blockade Battlefront, in case you didn't know. <laughs> um, the monkey they she... let drink. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Gotta go uh, fast! <laughs> um, she's done Defrag. She's in Dagon Rampa. Uh, Deadman Wonderland. She's she's a lot. In fucking Funimation ever. She's, like, in everything. Because I think, what was it? Hardy said that she probably holds the record for the most anime voiceover roles, if I remember correctly. Oh, I'm sure she does. Yeah, I'm sure she does, like, long-ass resume. And, um, David Matranga, uh, I think this is the first time we've actually kind of talked to him and talked about him and it wasn't a prediction or something. So, David Matranga, we have Attack on Titan. Uh, he was in Canon. He's Dayon de Beaumont from Le Chevalier Dayon, which is one of the ones I most remember him for. 
a code breaker. He has done looking through the list. Uh, Carnival. He's done High School of the Dead. He's done a he's done a decent amount of things at this point. <laughs> like he he has a decent amount of credits to his name. Watamote. Oh, he's um he's the brother of Tomoka Tomoki Tomoki. Yeah. He's the brother, I think. Yeah, he, he's that guy. I'm looking He's for that him. guy. Oh, he was in Penguin Drum. I'm trying to look yep. for something I may have seen him in. Oh, he's the wolf man for uh, wolf children. I've never seen wolf children. Stop making me cry. <laughs> Damn it. But, um, uh, anyway, um, Evil Monica. I love Evil Monica. Let's I don't recall say, can, her being evil that much. <laughs> can we just say this? Yui's got- Yui's performance just got so much better once Cordelia possessed her. <laughs> I was so worried about how that was gonna go. Cause, um, we're, we're probably gonna talk about this once we get to Yui a bit more, but... I didn't know how Sentai was planning on handling when Cordelia takes over Yui. And then when I heard it was Monica's voice coming out of Yui, and I'm like, this is, makes me happy. This is so much better. <laughs> Cause reasons. Cause um, reasons. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> this bitch. But yeah, I've never seen Monica be evil before. I don't recall her ever like, being sociopathic. I have evil. <laughs> She's good at being bad, so I will give it's, her that. Like I, I, I was happy with it. And like, then holy shit, she was giving Rogio a run for her money. <laughs> and then David Matronga as uh, Richter. It was here. definitely, it was definitely a different take on the character compared to the Japanese. Because if I remember correctly, and Gigi, you might, you might have to correct me on this. I think the Seiyu was his voice was in a lower register. Yeah, it was definitely compared, super low. Yeah, so Matranga's take on it was definitely different, and I did, I will say, I kind of liked it a little bit. Um, it reminded me of, um, his character in Codebreaker a little bit, except Richter's more of an asshole compared <laughs> to his character in Codebreaker, because <laughs> his character in Codebreaker is, I guess, slightly anti-hero in a sense, but Richter's a fucking asshole. In Diabolic Lovers, everyone is more of an asshole. <laughs> this is just, fair. Diabolic Lovers so season fair. two with more asshole. Diabolic Lover is more asshole. And blood. Um, <laughs> oh my no, god. The, the oh, this sounds like something bad already. <laughs> oh no. I was introduced was like, I'm sorry, my nephews are assholes. Fuck you, you ain't special. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, my nephews. Call, like, the why don't you just call your nephews dick if you're gonna be even more of a dick? You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, there I, is no I, logic I, I in would this argue. show. I was about to say, I would argue that Richter is potentially the worst out of them all of the guys in the show. I, I well, there's not much of a competition. Right. <laughs> Still, considering Richter is technically supposed to be the evil villain of the show. Not not really Cordelia. Richter's Dirt. apparently the fucking big bad of the first season. I'm like, what are we kidding? <laughs> Cordelia's the fucking big bad. I don't care what anyone says. It's fucking Cordelia. <laughs> like, you're, you're to supposed Cordelia to think it's Cordelia multiple times. Well, you're supposed to think it's Cordelia. But you, but don't you remember that in the end, Richter was the one who was trying to orchestrate the entire damn thing because yeah. she was manipulating him. No, because he, no, he was the head of the it. family. Oh, yeah. 
He was trying to manipulate Cordelia, so the argument can be made that Richter's supposed to be the big, big bad of the show. And yet they all it's get just set on fire it's... by either a guy in a fedora or a guy with a teddy bear. Mmm. Oh. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, burn, I baby just burn. It's like burn, baby, burn. Let's <laughs> go inferno, bitches. <laughs> And now, Disco one from the vault, I bring you Disco Inferno. Oh my god. <laughs> my question is this, why didn't the house just start burning down? <laughs> because it is a vampire house, and therefore it's protected by magic. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna come up with my own diabolic logic. Oh, that was good. Write <laughs> that one down. This it, is, it's funny that you say that. This is the show it's... where a girl freaks out that a vampire almost drowns in a pool. It's also the same show where apparently you can't use crosses or holy water because it actually does absolutely nothing <laughs> against them. I'm like, logic! <laughs> there <laughs> is show no has vampire none. logic. There is no, like, history to try and tell you how these vampires, you know, work, how they operate, other than they need blood. Oh, and there's a bunch yeah. of sacrificial brides, so they need a lot of blood. Hence why season two was called More Blood. Yes! <laughs> I can't I wait. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like that they make- because for those who don't know, the episodes for the show are 15 minute run times, like, including the opening and ending themes. I understand probably why they did it, because the show, first of all, it's not the best thing in the world. <laughs> Shakespeare <laughs> is not. No. <laughs> no. But but at the same time it's like if they had like actual full length episodes, they could have potentially used some of that time to squeeze in some of those background I, moments. I mean, like, am I the only one who was like so turned off with the back half of the story because it tried to have a plot? And I was like, can we just go back to like the reverse harem aspect of one at a time trying to get in Yui's pants, I mean in her neck? Except for that one time where she had a brother double team in the in the back alley. That was the best. <laughs> one for the leg and one for up top. We always need at least more than one diabolic lover. That's why the show is titled Diabolic Lovers. My thing was this. If she was actually in bed with Lito and Ayato and, their ha and uh, Lito's hat was off, do you think she'd get them mixed up? No, because they Lito would no. call her little bitch. There we go. Yeah, about to say, Lito would say little bitch. And then, like... I mean, I know the two of them plus Kanato are triplets. They don't exactly 100% look the same anyway. <laughs> well, I couldn't tell like, them apart when they were little babies, but maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I'm saying, it's like you have Ayato and Lito. At, like, you can't tell them apart because they're kids. And then you have Kanato, the purple-haired kid, off in the corner. Like, oh. Which one takes <laughs> after mom? <laughs> well, you know, his elevator don't go all the way to the top. Let's be real. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm so happy we're having a girls' night tonight. This is great. <laughs> I feel like I need wine. Can I get like, red wine? Alcohol. And can I just pretend? Like, in yes. my head, I'm Lito right now. There I'll we just go. start calling everybody bitches. It'll be a great time. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is... This is uh... <laughs> we're on a roll. Choo-choo! <laughs> <laughs> We're all on the same page, and it's great. Um, maybe we should- This is devolving into, like, some sort of shit show. I don't know if it's gonna be better or worse than maybe Sarah or Sky Wizards, but- <laughs> I don't know. 
maybe <laughs> I think we we have a general consensus on Cordelia and Richter on <laughs> how they did. Good um, job. Clap clap. Clap clap. Um, so why don't we start talking about the brothers? Um let's start with the two oldest the two eldest brothers, Shu and Reiji. Um Shu <laughs> is Shu is the eldest, I believe, and she was just Shu's character trait is that he's basically a lazy fuck. Shu's only purpose in the show is literally to spout plot exposition. Shu <laughs> likes to electrocute himself, but not really electrocute himself. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why are you wearing in the bathtub? In the bathtub? Nobody tells Shu how to bathe. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell Shu. You can't tell Shu how to be Shu. That's Shukendis. Yeah. And um, Reiji, um, he's the younger brother of Shu. But he's still older. He's still the second oldest of the entire set of brothers, and Reiji he's he, he's glasses. He's the glasses character, obligatory glasses character. And Reiji is Reiji's, Reiji's big thing Reiji's, is Reiji's like Reiji's roofies man. Reiji likes roofies. <laughs> Reiji, or as Megan likes to call him, the fun police. What? Oh, the no fun police. <laughs> because every time, every time Laito or Ayato or like Kanato would like try to do something, he'd be like. No, you stop doing that. I'm the fun police. Fuck you guys. <laughs> if he's the fun police, then he should have handcuffs. And why were they not incorporated? Well, he was. Oh my he god. Was always threatening to whip her. Oh, uh, well, true facts. That's true. <laughs> I forgot about that. True well, facts. It, it almost got that far, though. I mean, he drugged Yui, so. Roofies, right? man. He's all about the roofies. Anyway, the wonderful men who are voicing these characters. <laughs> I hope you also we, really got a big paycheck. Oh god, I hope all the guys got a pay good size paycheck for this. Shu is voiced by, I feel like I will screw up the last name, Ty, Ma Ty Mahani. And, um... <laughs> shut up! I'm sorry, Mahani! I... <laughs> I'm just looking, I'm just trying to pronounce it. I apologize if I screw up names. I'm not the best when it comes to names sometimes. And, um, Reiji... Oh, good lord. Uh, David Wald yes. voices Reiji. Um, just so you know, in terms of roles, Ty actually does not have a lot under his belt. He's fairly new, though it kind of... Though it's kind of rather vast. I mean, he here... I will just go through his credits right here. Brynhildr in the Darkness, Cromarty High School, Devil Survivor 2, Diabok Lovers, Elfin Lead, Full Moon of Panic, Second Raid, Full Moon of Pan Panic, Fomofu, Gachamon Crowds, Hakidan, Eight Dogs of the East, both seasons of them, Hamatora, Log Horizon, Madlax, Muv Love Alternative, Poopa, what the? And uh, Fiber Puzzle of God and Samurai Gun. Those are. Literally all his credits. Bye, Brain! I'm the only one who watched it. It was amazing. I own the first season on DVD. Oh my I god, the, the dub's season. terrible. I mean, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Five Brain, yep. let's talk about David Wald. Uh, <laughs> Who's in Five Brain. He, who is in Five Brain. Um, but at least for me, like, some of the larger rules that I remember him for, well, there's Five Brain, but uh, one of the larger ones for me. Uh, Shiki, uh, as, uh, fuck's his name? Dr. Toshio? Ozaki. Oh. Toshio Ozaki. He's also done, because he has quite a few things. He's in Attack on Titan, he's done Book of Bantora, he's done, uh, Elfin Lee, the OVA, mind you. 
Uh, he's Gajiel in Fairy Tale, for those who may not remember. He is uh, in Ghost in the Shell Rise. He is oh, Lordy Hamatora as Murasaki, for those who may not know. Um, do 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 do. He's he's done a decent amount. Like, he doesn't have a huge-ass resume like maybe Monica does, but he's done a decent amount. Oh, if people are following Akame Gakel, he's Bulat. He's that gay motherfucker. <laughs> Bulat is fucking gay, and it- Like, I only saw a couple episodes of the Japanese, and then I think I watched parts of the dub. <laughs> Freaking David Wald. I've never heard him play, like, a gay character before. I'm like, I'm in. I'm fine. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's go. Uh, it was rather interesting and different, but anyways. David um, Wald, the fun police. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to discipline you thoroughly. Like, oh my oh god. Lord. <laughs> I will admit, if I had, like, a li- this is gonna get really weird and embarrassing. Are we gonna so have quickly. a list of fuckability via voice? Yes, we are. Yes, this is gonna be embarrassing really quickly. I, for me, David Wald's Ragey was probably third. <laughs> ah! uh, I mean, he was good. I would rank up Shu above him. Yeah, like, <sighs> because she was probably my number two or my number one. I think Shu was like my number two. I would say Shu. I, 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 maybe I think my main problem was that because Ty and then um, two other people that we'll get to in a minute. I, I, don't, I don't really know their repertoire very well because I don't watch Sentai dubs that much. So I think that it kind of played into my mind a little bit. I thought his perform Ty's performance of Shu was okay. It was it was kind of whispery and I'm like I wasn't feeling it honestly. But I, I'm gonna chalk part of that up to me not knowing his repertoire all that much. He hates his life, but he's low and rumbly, and he likes to electrocute <laughs> himself. And then I wrote, mmm, like butter. <laughs> but he could do the sex lines better. So he needs to uh, work on his sex lines, but other than that, he's just like butter. He's, he's like, like out of bed? Yeah, in the bed? Yeah, I could do his little work. <laughs> <laughs> and then, fun police over here. Oh, oh fun police. <laughs> Like, like whenever he would threaten to whip her was probably my favorite shit. <laughs> when he, when he I said, loved it. Oh god, when he was like discipline you thoroughly, I was like, yes, fine, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> Anything you this, want. Can Boys, I just you will say, never be able to top this ever. I don't care what edgy <laughs> show you do. That's like a girl harem. <laughs> you cannot come. You cannot come oh, close to the god. fact that we're listing characters' fuckability via voice. Can we talk about is- Reiji's sex noises in the Rufy episode? Because oh, you know, when he was having that nightmare and he was making all those sex noises, oh I was like, that's God. not a nightmare, sweetie. <laughs> that is a wet dream you're having there, sir. <laughs> yes, to quote, sir. To quote, one of, to quote one of my favorite lines in 50% off, we like to keep this part of the gym dry. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I have to say this, this is why this is a girl's night right now. Cause we're can going to this shit. Can you imagine like Noah or Hardy sitting through this? Oh we my probably god! Get, we could probably get we could probably get away with it with Zenith. Maybe, but Noah would probably no. Hardy would sit there with just a bowl of popcorn, enjoying the shit show we're he doing wanted here. To, okay, correction. He wanted to listen to us do this. He did. Really? He wanted to. Yes. He wanted. He just wanted to listen in and see what would happen. <laughs> Diabolic lovers dub talk unedited. Oh god. The 18 plus version. 
<laughs> this is already 21 this plus. Is, Leslie, this is already like like we already have to make this like 18 and up kind of shit. We're talking like sexy tug like <laughs> I'm sorry, this is what happens when you have me on your show, guys. I can't. Can we have it. this again? I like this. <laughs> I like this too. Oh, yeah. Gigi okay. has to come back. So, yes, obviously. I'm are down. Also, so are we also ranking the boys on like what fetishes they have? Because she was into electric shit. Yes, uh, he's into Ragey's into whips and chains and drugging. Mm-hmm. Oh lord. See, and I think did a good job. I think Ragey is the meanest one. Ragey out of Voice the wise. six brothers. Yeah, I mean, because David Wald in general, he he's really really gruff. I mean. Firebrain is the only one that's really, really different that I at least have Holy shit, that's different. But, um, yeah, it, Reiji, it's like I'm reminded of Dr. Ozaki a little bit from Shiki. And I loved him as Dr. Ozaki in Shiki. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. I like this. And then, again, Tai's shoe. I'm mostly chalking this up to the fact that I have not heard him before. So I can't re- I have nothing to compare it to. I don't know his range very well, so I'm kind of like, eh, it's not bad, in my opinion, but that's all I'm thinking of, shoe. And then, David Wald, I wrote on my notes for this, I have to say, I have to say exactly this. Um, I think I wrote this around the, uh, Wonderful Rufy episode. Um, <laughs> this, my exact words, David, all my yes. <laughs> all my yes. <laughs> oh, but it gets... Some of my notes, I'm like, oh god. At least you didn't write yes sir with a big exclamation <laughs> point. Because that's what I did. It was like, <laughs> oh it, it, my god. Oh, it's gonna get even better. Oh, just, just wait. wait. Just wait, wait. till we... For, I, know, I, know, I know where the good part's coming for Steph. <laughs> you know where the good part is. You don't know the other one, though. Because I haven't told you about the other one, I don't think. Oh my god, but, it gets um, better? <laughs> <laughs> Diabolic lovers. It gets better. Oh my god. <laughs> Next set of fuckable dudes. Da-dum. Moving on. Kanato and Lito. Oh, sc- excuse me. Uh, Kanato. To. First, Kanato and Lito. First, first of all, that pronunciation of Kan- Kan- Kanato's name. I'm gonna keep saying Kanato, because Kanato, I'm like, what the no. hell is with that emphasis? I'm like, I don't know if, I don't recall if that's how they pronounced his name in the Japanese. No, it's definitely not, because it sounded funny. Yeah, because this is not, this is not another situation where it's like, free eternal summer and the Reen versus, Rin versus Reen argument. It's not to that level, because at least in, for free, they did pronounce his name in the Japanese as Reen instead of Rin. We were just Here, all no. <laughs> showing forever. Yeah, but still. Uh, anyway, Kanato is... Names! Corey Hartzog. Not Corey Hartzog, who is a soccer player who I accidentally <laughs> wikied before I wikied Corey Hartzog. <laughs> and um Lito is voiced by Blake Shepard. So Ooh. these two, this is this is this this is gonna this is going back to the argument with um Ty's shoe. I don't know their range or their roles all that well, so I had a little bit of a hard time. But at least I liked them by the end. Yeah. Like with Corey, he's fairly new like not as new as Ty but he has he has, like Corey has more re- uh, credits on his resume he's Tatsumi and Akame got kill in case you're watching that on Tsunami right now um he's also been in Children Who's Chase Lost Voices Gachamon Crowds Ghost Hound uh, la, la, la. Ghost Hound Maid Sama Majestic Prince Love Love 
Um, oh, he's voicing the lead in Muvlove. Love. I did not know that. Uh, Suritama. Yeah, he he's voiced quite a few things. But for people who may at least, in frame of reference for recent stuff, he's t the lead for um, Akame Got Kill. And um, Blake Shepard. Oh, the he, angels sing. He has a decent. <laughs> he has a decent amount of credits. Blake he's... Shepard. <laughs> 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 this episode um, just keeps so... getting better and better and better as we go. Just wait yep. until we talk about his character. Oh, oh. lord. Um, oh, that's so... right. Fedora fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lido is Fedora fucker. Um so Blake Shepard. Uh he's in Amnesia, he's done Angel Beats, he's done Diamond Daydreams, Dream and Mary, uh Full Metal Panic Second Raid, uh Hockey Den, Gilgamesh, Ham he's birthday and Hamatora. I gotta hear that one because I love that character. He's in Kids on the Slope, he has done Little Busters, Majestic Prince, uh, Lordy Lordy, he is in Fibrain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's not in Fibrain? <laughs> this is Sentai we're talking about here. Okay. And um, he's done Penguin Drum, Pumpkin Scissors, yes. Sacred Blacksmith, uh, Shattered Angels, Tactics. This boy can fight aliens. Oh lord. Um, this guy made me cry in Angel Beats. What the fuck are you doing in this show? <laughs> Okay. Tanashi and Angel Beats. What the shit, Blake Shepard? So, just to describe these two characters really quick, Kanato, he's one of triplets with Laito and Ayato, whom we'll get to him in a little bit. Um, Kanato, his main thing is, I guess he's supposed to be like the typical. He's I the guess run so. to the litter. He's the he, well, well Sabaro's technically younger, but um, well, he but. likes to make out on his mom's grave. <laughs> oh, Lord. Such a freak. But you wanna get I, your freak I, on, you gotta come I to think, Kanato. I, I think to an extent he cut like at least in terms of some of his characteristics, he reminds me a little bit of um who is it? Stalking from Panty and Stalking. <laughs> the fact that he's like this gothic kind of character but also likes sweets and all this cute like this shit like you know how you know like kind of like that he's yeah he's character boy yeah he's very stereotypical yeah. except right. instead of it being a girl totally a dude but not right. a very believable dude no kanato kanato was probably the weirdest character out of the six brothers i thought he was like he's my last in line a for fuckability but b also <laughs> yes. i thought he was the worst voice out of all of them i don't know i mean Ex are we excluding yui from this yes we're excluding yui yeah we're then talking he, about he would by far be the weakest of the voices for the well voice. yeah yeah i would probably go with that but like for me again i don't know Corey's range i don't know much about him like, in the beginning, because a good amount of these performances in the beginning, I was like, I don't know how I feel, but Corey's kind of grew on me towards the end. He and def he definitely got better as the episodes mm -hmm. went on, but... Yeah. Mm, I think and it's then a combination of two things. One, that he may, he, we, like, I don't think he's done a lot. Two, no one can forgive having to act that shitty-ass writing. Oh, God. That's you can lead a horse to water. And I, I have to bring this part, bring this up for, like, two seconds. Dude can sing. He can sing. He has, he has, like, like I forgot worse. the kind of, 
I must say, I've heard worse and like, because Kanato has a small little song that he sings at the beginning of one of the episodes and I'm like, admittedly I was a little bit surprised that he managed to pull it off. Like, when he was doing that, I was trying to figure out if he was getting the melody wrong on purpose, like they couldn't afford to pay royalties for it, or if that was just how he was literally singing the melody, because that's not how that song goes. Or so. they could have, the director could have probably changed it again. The writing, for all we know, maybe the writing fucked it up. <laughs> like, this is also Sentai. I mean, from what I've heard with girls in Panzar, they changed, like, this Russian song or something like that into something completely different for the English. So this is all, this could be a whole Sentai thing, but like, I this don't know. It absolutely of, terrified from Dramatical it, Murder because there's a character that sings in that. Oh Lord. But like <laughs> it, the song, at least to me, cause it's been a year or two since I watched the Japanese. It sounds the same from what I can remember. So it might've been the, on the Japanese end. I don't know. I don't remember, to be honest with you. I don't remember. And then, oh lord, Lito. <gasps> let's talk about Lito. The yes. Like, sing, the let's, sky is parting. Let's talk about Lito. Gigi is excited. Everything um, I talk about Lito is going to be in my phone sex operator voice. <laughs> <laughs> so Lito, uh, he's, he's another... <laughs> He's another one of the triplets, obviously, <laughs> like we said before. He's also referred to as Fedora Guy. Because he's Fedora. Wears fedora. Mm -hmm. Um I think the best way that I could describe him is a motherfucking sexual deviant. Oh, he's a douchebag and I wanna bang him. <laughs> you wanna you calls... wanna leave your hat on that? Oh yeah. Oh his hat would be mine <laughs> about 14 seconds. Oh lord. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I would say he's probably the most sexual out of the six brothers. There's mostly because why? Mostly because backstory ho, Sorry. but um, for just just for Gigi, because I don't know if you can tell from the show or not. So it's Mama Cordelia's fault that Lito is basically sexual as fuck. Why? She incestual do relationship. No way! Yes, way! yes way! She ruined him? Yes! It's, or it's Mama Cordelia's better, depending fault. on your point of view here. <laughs> For Gigi, it's I'm better. Willing, <laughs> I'm willing to admit, though, I think the show did a really good job implying that there was something there with yeah. him and her. It kind of implied it. It wasn't, like, straight out, like... Like, they, I'll admit, they did a really good job with that. Like, because when she's running away from Ayato, she's like, she goes to him to help her, not, not, not Uncle Victor. <gasps> it all makes sense now. Yep. Uncle now, Victor now even, you say that. Uncle yep. Victor even ain't on the is below her own son on the fuckability pole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's that great. says a lot. Well now I feel it's kind funny. of like a deviant. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> like sexual healing, Gigi. Sexual healing. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> For me, um Blake Shepard kind of became more convincing with Lito by like the fourth episode. That fucking church scene. Oh, that oh, was the yes. best. <laughs> I, I noped the fuck out of that. No! Well, it was so good, though. Like, for me, I'm not a huge fan of Lito. Like, he's probably somewhere in the middle of the of the six brothers, if I had to have a say. See, I liked for it me, when anyway. he started setting people on fire and pushing them off of things. 
See, he became more competent by the end. As soon as <laughs> some he of these brothers become more competent. No, wait, we're not in Japanese. As soon as he said "little bitch," I was like, "Uh huh, number one." Take me now. <laughs> Take me now. Uh, it's like That's I'm all out. You need. I think the one time I actually nope during the show, like this straight out nope level hit the highest is when him and Ayato got her in the sewer and he's on her thigh and he's like ready to go up and go for the, go for the, go for the win. <laughs> and when he was going to have a taco dinner, if you know what I'm saying. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> this episode, oh lord! You thought the Seraphin was bad. Episode was bad. I'm going the whole nine yards. <laughs> and so did Lyoto, almost, almost. Like it's probably implied that he did have his way with Yui in the church. It's implied pretty heavily that he might have. Um, but performance-wise, for Corey and Blake, this Blake. is another. Ca- <laughs> it's it's another case for me at least that it was. That I was very, very hesitant in the beginning, but as the show went on, I was convinced a bit more. I, I feel oh. like that's what it is for me, anyway. Blake Shepard has a good phone sex voice. Like, I'd pay <laughs> 4 a minute. As long as he called me a little bitch. I'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> yes, sir. Just go All into this with a con. Can oh I my god, that would bitches? be so embarrassing. Do it. <laughs> yeah, no. Do it. I've never been to a con in my life, but this could, like, make me go. Oh my god! I know. I, I I don't know who you are. Why have you not gone to a con before? <laughs> all my friends hate anime. Like, my Aww. real life friends, they all hate it. Mm. Well, that's okay. Like, I've gone with friends before, but like most, the majority of my weekend of the con is spent by myself doing what I want to do. So it's not like... It's not like you have to have friends, but... End up with alcohol and us watching shitty abridged series and me making horrible Nina Tucker jokes that make people laugh. (laughs) Let me tell you, okay, I would go to a con, but I'm going to dress up like Yui, and I'm going to get me a whole harem by the end of the con. Yes! I'll just rank them up. (laughs) Not even even from the same vampire show, just start getting other vampires. Just anyone. (laughs) Just anyone. Be part of my harem. I want my harem. Let's go. There's no questions, just come. Just go. Okay. Okay. So before we move on, like in performance wise for Corey and Blake. Like, they did great. Was, I oh god, yeah. so good. Like Blake is such a good douchebag and he's so <laughs> condescending that I, I wanna punch him. I I wanna punch him in the face and make out with him at the same time. <laughs> like how is that possible? But it is. It happened for you, apparently. I mean, for me, I mean, for me, it got a lot, like, again, it was kind of like how Steph said, like, the first two episodes, I was kind of iffy, and then it just started picking up. And then, of course, Blake does have the best line in this show. Sharing, sharing is, is caring, sharing guys. Is caring. God, Ayato, sharing is caring. Uh, and then up on the roof, let's talk about how wonderful he was up on the fucking roof. Yes. Oh my god! Uh, on the of the school, right? Yes. Where he's talking about how he loves her and all this shit. And now that I realize that it's about his fucking you mom, I totally turned off. <laughs> You're like fuck. Like nah, god. Now I gotta think of something else. <laughs> but anyway, you a bitch. Oh, but any- Yeah. By like the end, these one. two did well. I will say that. By the end of the show. Clap, clap. Clap, clap. Um. So next, we have um, angry, angry little Sabaru, who is the youngest of the six brothers, and we're gonna leave him- we're leaving him, Ayato, and Yui separate, mostly because 
at least in my opinion, I feel like Subaru and Ayato have, like, the most to do, but at the same time, it's like, Subaru doesn't have any siblings with his mother. He's technically the only son by his mother, so it's like, if not, like, it'd be a weird placement for him. But anyway, Subaru. Um, the best way to describe him is angry, angry, white-haired kid, <laughs> essentially. But, um, and uh, it's and is also probably one of the more sensible characters of the damn show. To, let's be honest, he is. Um, He's the only sensible one. <laughs> yeah. So, um... He, he for me, I, if, if we're talking about fuckability level and shenanigans, <laughs> I would put <laughs> I would put Savaro as one as my number one. Oh. Partially because. He's a competent character, and partially because he's voiced by Josh Greeley. <laughs> Uh-oh, does somebody have a crush? I will neither confirm nor deny it. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny if I have a crush on Josh Greeley. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Truth or dare? Who would you work out already? with? Oh, Lord. Um... Not answering. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll, we'll save. We'll save that for my channel. Oh lord. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Greeley. For those who may not know, he has at least probably him and the person who plays Ayato probably has the most credit. Some of the most credits, at least in the main cast. Um. But Josh Greeley, you've probably heard him in Attack on Titan as Armin, to which. Megan likes to lovingly refer Subaru as Angry Armin. Angry Armin. Oh, I <laughs> forgot he was Armin. Mm-hmm. He's also in Blood Lucky Battlefront. He is in Defrag, Dagon Where Wherever the fuck that voice came from in BBB. <laughs> oh, fucking... <laughs> oh, Femps, you glorious bastard. Uh, Free Eternal Summer, uh, Freezing, Future Diary, uh... Uh, Legend of Arslan. Oh, Lord. There's a lot. Kami Sama Kiss. Toriko. Um, Princess Lupin Jellyfish. The Princess Jellyfish. Oh, yeah, Lupin Princess the Third Jellyfish. Lupin Fujiko Mina. Yes, Princess Jellyfish. Uh, Ping Pong Ride Back. There's a lot for him. Uh, Soul Eater Knot, actually. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell Tokyo the story Lord. or do I have to tell it? <sighs> tell the story. Story time on Dub Talk. <laughs> so... So, for me, this is, this, it's my story. Um, so when I was watching the show, in the beginning, I wasn't sure what to think of, um, Angry Josh. Because I don't exactly hear Angry Josh all that much. So I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. And then we get to episode 8, where Subaru finally, like, drinks Yui's blood. And, um... <laughs> where he finally this decides not to be a little bitch. <laughs> Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was listening to it, and uh, I'll just read what I wrote down for notes. Uh, this is slightly embarrassing, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> we're like, fuck everything at this point. This is what I wrote down, literally. Dude, sexy Josh is go. Holy shit, take me now. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit that's what I wrote! And then on, on Twitter, like, I, the DM message I did to both Megan and Gigi, because I was doing at least a little bit of my reactions throughout the show, and I was like, take me now, Subaru Josh! 
<laughs> I, I was like, dude, I have never heard Josh go, like, slightly sexy at all, as far as I can recall. Because most of the times, he's either a broken human being or an adorable little dork. So I'm like, Then where dude, the fuck does Femt fall into this? Femt is... He's just a Whatever. maniacal bastard. <laughs> but, um... I was like, I've never heard Josh do sexy voice before. And then I heard it. And I was like, I'm out. Can I have Subaru now? Can I have Subaru or Josh now? I was I, like, I, mine. I think you volunteer mine. as tribute. I volunteer. I, I volunteer as tribute. I volunteer <laughs> as fucking tribute. I might as right well now. just take Shu in this whole relationship. Because everyone else has their claims. And I'm not fighting off the horde of fangirls that won Ayato. <laughs> No oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. He's no, too nice. Like, like I was like, holy shit balls, Josh. Yeah. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> like <laughs> like I'll admit, I'll I'll take Sabaro, but so long as it's Josh Greeley voicing him. I will admit that. Alright, you volunteer. <laughs> That's so tribute. fucking embarrassing to say, but no Did shame I just at this like point. I just like phone sexed over Blake Shepard, so I mean <laughs> there is no shame here. There is no shame at this talk. point. There is no shame. I think for me, yeah, I like was in general, like, probably my favorite character in the sense that he was actually fucking competent. Subaru, yes. Subaru, Subaru is, like, is like, you shouldn't do this. Why aren't you running away? What the fuck are you still doing here? Why didn't you run? You were dumb. Take this like, knife in case someone tries to kill it. Take this plot point. <laughs> and try to save yourself. Because apparently, because apparently, slight spoiler. Subaru has this knife that was given to him by his mother. I wonder and this why. Knife and this knife apparently is capable of killing vampires. So, so here's this plot point, Yui. Use it. Like, no, seriously, use it. Yui, it's dangerous to go alone, take this. Yui, well, who has about the personality of a wet paper towel. Here, here's your way out. If you one. don't want your neck sucked on anymore, here's a knife. Yeah, nothing. Let me never use it except for in the last episode. I, I got nothing. Yeah. Didn't she fucking use it on herself? Wasn't that the thing? I yep. forget. Yeah, spoiler. yeah, she used spoiler. it on herself in the end. Spoiler. <laughs> we already but warned them several spoiler. times it's gonna be spoilers in this. But yeah, for me, it's like, at least for me in terms of Josh's Sabaro, it's a different role. It worked, it, it worked awesome. some, it worked, it worked some moments, especially in the latter half for me, like once I got sexy josh but um once, once subaru actually started subaru actually started doing shit it worked yeah like he for the first do seven the episodes first. he doesn't do shit yeah he doesn't do a lot like it's just like you see him in the angry little dingbat in the big in the first episode and then i think there's like one or two times where he's like you should leave this is your opportunity to leave but then like after that point it's like he really starts getting involved a lot more so, I don't know what you guys think about Josh. I mean, I clearly have my I'd thoughts say, I'd, about I'd say it. He's number, I'd say he's number two on my fuckability list under Ty. I, ah! I, I will give him to you, ladies, because I I didn't get it. I thought he was, like, kind of a pissed-off dick, and but then he was, like, an angsty teenager. But the part where I swear to God I heard a southern accent, I was like, nope, we're done. <laughs> There's That's why you mentioned that. There's an episode towards the very beginning, and he says one line, and it is in a southern accent. Now, I don't know if he did it on purpose or not, but by golly, it's Subaru. Oops, that was like ghetto southern. 
<laughs> Subaru is also a car now. <laughs> I'm Subaru, y'all. <laughs> Hop on for a ride. I'll take you there. <laughs> I guess, it, it, at least for me, I guess it kind of doesn't help that I do really, really like Josh Greeley. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm all for this. Because I've heard a variety of like different things from Josh and have not heard this before. And I'm like, I'm in. Let's go. Mine. Mine. Can I has? Yes. Can I has now? We give him to you freely. <laughs> Thank you! Yay! You're welcome. Because the thing I most really remember, Josh, what is it, Greeley, right? Yep. Is for the fucking voice actor commentaries in Torico where he's talking about food with Ian Sinclair. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember him from. Oh my god. I I, I, I would love to hang out with Ian Sinclair. Just saying. <gasps> that would be talk, the best talk, time ever. Okay, I, talk I, I about Ian Sinclair. I do still have my favorite Josh Curley story. It was one of the cons I went to. Um, he was up on stage already. And Bryce Pappenberg was up to go oh, up. I know the second this. he came up on stage, Josh in the most like girly voice just goes, My ovaries! <laughs> and that is the day I fell in love. Josh is... If you ever see him at a convention, Gigi. He is the most adorable little nerd. He is the biggest man child. He's the- <laughs> That's probably why I like him so much, because he's so adorable and such a dork. Aww. You guys are making me want to go to one now, instead of being you... an adult and shit. I still have to be in a fucking adult and adult. shit, but I'm going into cons anyway. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to Europe! Oh, I have to be an adult now to save money for Europe. This sucks. <laughs> anyway. I, I mean, I've asked my mom if I can go back to being a kid again. She told me no. You would think with your parents, they tell you that you can be whatever you want to be, but the second you say you want to be a kid again... <laughs> yeah, except for a child. That's okay, about if you were a child, you couldn't legally purchase Diabolic Lovers. <laughs> about to say, because with the whole kid thing... I mean, Clifford Chapman agrees with me on that. Like, you, you would think your parents would be okay with letting you be whatever you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> but, you mom, I want to be a girl in a harem surrounded by a bunch of vampires. You can't tell me how to live my life. You're not my real mom. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, life goals. <laughs> life goals. You life goals. from Diabolic Lovers. It is. It's my life goal, y'all. <laughs> Let's go. Um, <laughs> anyway. Gen like general consensus on Josh's Subaru. I'm not even gonna put my input in here because I've already said enough. I, I, I need Take to stop. Take me now! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it's embarrassing. Oh come on! But okay, fuck everything. <laughs> okay, come on. During free this week, you already know the story I have to tell the boys. Oh my god! You already know the why isn't he real story. Oh no! <laughs> oh wait, this episode isn't coming out until after that, so I can tell Gigi the why. Yes. <laughs> Gigi, have you seen all the free The Eternal Summer? I've seen zero episodes of free ever. Okay, oh my god. Point, first of all, like first of all, you first of all you need to watch that show because it's fucking glorious. It's like the power of friendship and the guy swimming. who plays it's Ray glorious. is bitch can. What? What? In the, the guy Japanese. Who plays Ray is Lito in the Japanese. Oh hell yeah! Hold on. <laughs> um, so what happens is um. In the last episode of the second season, one of the characters talks about his dream, and it's, like, kind of the same one I had. Mm -hmm. And after a long, delirious day at work, I'd been caught in the rain, like, all this crap had happened. I was sitting on the floor of my friend Kenny's bedroom with, like, a bunch of other people in there. And without thinking, thinking I was alone, I just cry out, Why isn't he real? 
And all of them just turn and look at me and are like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm good. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> life goals. <laughs> Some life goals right there. Why is Oh, who are we real? kidding? I would take Makoto right now. <laughs> and that guy's gonna be in more blood. Oh god, that's right. And I know oh, what his I know who his character really is too, and I'm not saying it. No spoilers. Oh, I'm gonna. I might have. I, I don't want to look it up before I watch season two. Oh lord. Anyway. Mm, Thirteen weeks. Back to Josh's Subaru consensus with Josh's Subaru. I'm not I, saying anything. We already heard enough from me on this subject. I wasn't really feeling it, but that's just because I wasn't really feeling it. <laughs> I felt it got better. I got it got better over time. So done. Choo choo. <laughs> what are, okay. No. What are you saying? That diabolical over more blood is like two weeks away. It's in like fourteen hours. I mean, there's thirteen weeks of it for me to sit there and be like, no. oh, what sexy lines can you say at the freaking end credits this week? Oh lordy. Because really, I just fast forwarded past the episodes to get to the end previews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you at all um so anyway <laughs> we have one more sakimaki brother and then we have yui but let's talk about ayato this oh, motherfucker ayato 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 is probably get on my yato <laughs> ayato out of all the brothers is probably the most popular if i had to say in the franchise most popular and is the one that probably does the most out of any yes. of the brothers in the show in order to describe his personality, I would say he's very, very self-centered. Very, very, um, very, thinks very highly of himself. <laughs> Calling himself yours truly and all this shit. <laughs> but, um, uh, let's talk about Chris Patton, who voices Ayato. <laughs> Chris Patton. Oh, Chris Patton. Oh, I only know you from two things. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Chris Patton, for those who may not know, he has done... Uh, outside of Diabog Lovers, obviously, he's done Fibrain, which is probably one of those things that for you, Gigi. It actually wasn't, so keep going. Oh, okay. Um, so three Coyote things. Ragtime Show, he's done another, he's in Bacchano, he's done Black Cat, <laughs> Black Cat, just for Megan Creed. Oh, oh, my box is assigned by him, by the way. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I cannot wait for you to watch that. I cannot wait for you to watch that just to hear him in that. Ghost stories. Uh, I'm excited Fucking to ghost stories. Yeah, he's done. Uh, oh my god. He's Sosuke Sagada for Full Metal Panic. He's Greed for F FMA. He's done. He's in Hamatora. He is in. Oh lordy lordy lordy. He's done quite a bit. <laughs> um, Mythical Detective Loki Ragnarok. Um, Secret Service. Yep. Oh, Princess Tutu. Princess Tutu and Razafon. And the best bloopers to any anime ever. Princess Tutu. Oh my god, they're the best. I'm gonna sashay away now. He was Bakir. <laughs> He's the only reason to watch Princess Tutu dubbed. <laughs> Basically, yes. And like another and reason, another reason why Gigi should watch Razafon. He's the main male character for Razafon. I've never seen and Razafon. He, well, you need to see Razafon because a okay. Razafon is pretty awesome, and b. I really liked his- I think his role in Razafon is probably one of my favorite performances from Chris Patton. That's just my personal opinion. But anyway, Ayato! Um, Wait, have you seen Narima Daikon Brothers? Because that's what I know him from. I have not seen that. He sings! 
Oh, God. You need to watch it. I'm losing my voice. I can feel myself losing my voice. This is getting nuts. Oh, no. <laughs> like, my voice... Ugh. Anyway, Ayato. You want to know what I wrote down in my notes about Ayato? Yes. <laughs> exact Do words. Tell. Exact words. Patton is sexy as fuck. Because <laughs> here's the thing. If Josh's Subaru is my one, Ayato is my two. Chris Patton's Ayato is my two. And then we have David Wald after that with Reiji. So <laughs> that's like my top three if we're going back to fuckability right here. <laughs> I think Ayato is my number three because I said he would be a good phone sex operator. That's what I wrote down. And then I wrote down in quotes, tell me I'm the best. And I was like, mm, all right. And wear your, your pain proudly. <laughs> tell me I'm the best. Eh, your brother's better. Yeah. The oh. one with the hat. I like him more. Sorry. My B. <laughs> My bad. Anyway. Which, and then he, and then in what way he would say, which one? <laughs> the old one. The oh. one who doesn't look like he's five. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> the, the one in the hat. Yeah, the one with the hat. The, the sexual deviant. <laughs> the douchebag, that one. I like him. That one. Um, oh god, I can see so I mean, many things, but I. Not <laughs> I mean, that's my exact person. way of phrasing Patton. Because I think I wrote that down after um, either the first or second episode is when I wrote those notes down. Like, that, honestly, that specific Sentai, note down to Patton. If Sentai needs like a really like, if, if they have to go to like their default dish voice, it's probably Chris Patton. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Which is actually really funny because when, before, when I thought there was like a slight sliver of hope that Haiki was going to have a dub, he was actually my choice for Okaiwa. Oh, oh god, which one, is, which one is him? Uh, Super, Super King. Super, Super Senpai. Super, Kageyama's, oh, Super Senpai. That asshole. That, that asshole. asshole. He was my okay. choice, and everyone's like, why? And I'm like, because have you actually, like, watched the show with him in it? And they're like, oh, well, shit. Yeah. But, um, anyway, Chris Patton's Ayato. I liked it right away. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, took, it as, probably as, took, as like, two seconds, but then I was see? like, you can tell Chris Patton had a lot of fun with it. He likes doing characters like this. Like honestly, he does because I I've talked to him a lot, and oh, like yeah? he's been at a yeah. He's, I'm actually like we're kind of friends with him. He likes getting to do characters like this. Um, yeah, you you can tell he had fun with this one. You can definitely tell he had fun. <laughs> like I, I truly it. had fun with it. Oh, <laughs> that was the worst. Sorry, I know it's in the <laughs> Japanese, but oh my god, they could have come up with something better for that. Oh my god. What? Instead of him saying yours truly all the time. Well, yeah. That's mostly a Japanese thing, and they yeah. cross that over. But anyway, it, it worked. I liked it right away, honestly. He was the one character you didn't have to get used to as the show. Like, he went into it, and you are like, okay, I can go with this, like, from the yeah. heard I him. believe you're a dickbag who wants to suck my blood. That's cool. Yeah. And like, he out was of all, I can lean against. Yeah, out of the six brothers, the six guys who voiced the brothers... I I believe Patton, like, right off the bat. Oh, for sure. For sure. talk about Ayato being the most competent of all of them? Well, he's not exactly competent in the beginning. Thing. But no, like, the fact that they actually kept the thing about her being unable to swim and he's the only one who remembers it. Well, he was nobody the only else one there. Saw, he was the Ayato. only one there. <laughs> but like, Ayato was the only one there. And I mean, like, he, he can... I've, he basically remembers that because, you know... Mama bitch Cordelia would toss him in whenever he was being a naughty little kid. 
And he couldn't swim at the time. That was, Okay, that was the one scene with him that annoyed me. When he throws her into the pool and then he goes, gets her, tur- like, makes out with her, bites her, and then brings her up to the surface. <laughs> Look, well, you know, he likes that's to- That's not how you nuke your food. He likes to save and destroy. So he's going to save her by blowing air into her mouth, and then he's going to destroy her by sucking the shit out of her. <laughs> Remember, well, I also doesn't literally. know that sharing is caring. Sharing yeah, right? is caring. He is very possessive. Like, he leaves all those hickeys all over her and stuff. Yep. On your tits, on your thighs, on your shoulders. Yep. He's ready to uh, go. Again, he thinks very highly of himself, so everything around him he thinks of as his. Well, he's, he's supposed to be the heir, right? So everything in theory should be his. I don't know if... that That's hard to figure out, considering that she was the oldest brother. And, but Cordelia um, keeps yelling, Cordelia at, him keeps yelling at him Yeah, Cordelia... Saying that's why he's, he's not allowed to play. I, I'm pretty sure by the sound of it, Ayato is the oldest of the triplets. By the sounds of it. and um, But whether or not he's the actual, actual heir... I don't know, because there are a few times where it's mentioned that Shu is supposed to be the head of the family, the next head of the family. Oh, uh, yeah. But you know he's not going to do it. He's just going to lay in the bathtub and electrocute himself. And listen to <laughs> With Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Maybe some Lincoln Park you or something. used to work on the docks. Union's been on strike. All right, I'm done. Before you get copyright strike. <laughs> I was I, I was thinking more Linkin Park, but okay. Just some emo uh, music going I don't on. know any Linkin Park songs to sing you, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not even going to try right now. I can't even remember one. But um, yeah, I would say, at least for me, Chris Patton, I immediately believed him compared to like the other f- five guys who voiced the brothers. Like He was the most believable right off the bat to me. I, I concur, but I also think Chris Patton sounds like Vic Mignogna. <laughs> Am I the only one? He may or may not hate you for saying At that. some point. Really? He, here's a funny story. I was watching- You can't say it, but I'm nodding. <laughs> funny story. I was watching- What was I watching the other day? The broadcast of Ultimate Otaku Teacher. And there's this one character. I could have sworn it sounded like Vic Mignogna. It's fucking Eric Vale voicing a character. I'm like- the hell did this come from? I think Why in every anime, I can find the poor man's Vic Mignogna. Like, they couldn't oh afford to pay Vic Mignogna, so they got Or they just guy. didn't feel like dealing with him. <laughs> well, I mean, all things considered, it made sense for Eric Vale to voice that character, considering, like, in the uh, in level E, they play brothers, which is rather amusing. But anyway, moving on, because derailing. So, consensus, Patton, very, very Good. believable. Very believable. <laughs> Three snaps up in Z formation. Choo choo. <laughs> okay, last but not least, let's talk Ugh. about. Uh, Yay! Let's not. <laughs> we Good have night, everybody. to. This is Dub Talk. <laughs> what did you say? Good night, everybody. We're not even talking about her. <laughs> Wet noodle over here. Love your faces. Bye, guys. Um. Anyways, we're we're gonna have to talk about Yui. So there goes all of the wonderful fuckability voices out the window. I'm totally not hot anymore, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn it, can we go back to Subaru, Josh? <laughs> can we go back? <laughs> just go back rewind. Can we just go back? <laughs> anyway, um, Yui is our main female heroine of the show. 
dumb as a bunch of fucking rocks. And um, she's voiced by, I am probably going to screw up this last name, Maggie Flecknoe. Yeah, Maggie uh, Flecknoe, I think, maybe. Flecknoe, something. Maggie. She's voiced by someone named Maggie, okay? Um, a few, she, she's not a huge resume, but she at least has a decent amount. She has done Amnesia. As the, which which I was she to, the main girl in Amnesia? Oh yep. yes. Oh well, suddenly it all makes sense now. That's she, oh god, that show's terrible. You want to talk will, about a terrible anime? Yeah, I am going to argue that Yui is at least more competent than the lead in Amnesia. I agree. Because you because Yui at least has a fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> the lead in Amnesia, her name is heroin. That's it. She doesn't have an actual name. Oh, that show is so bad. That show is so terrible. Anyway, more roles that Maggie's done. She's done Batum. She's done, um, let's see, Garden of Words, uh, Girls in Panzar, High School of the Dead. Yay. Uh, Kamisama Dolls, Log Horizon, uh, Love Chinobu and Other Delusions, uh, Mideka Box, uh, let's see. Guess who's in Five Brain? Is she in Five Brain too? <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah! Looks like a small role though. Penguin Drum, Red Garden. Uh, she was actually good in Red Garden. Sorry, continue. I need to watch Red Garden. Uh, I've only seen some episodes. I haven't had the chance to finish it yet. And she's done The World God Only Knows. Uh, there's a variety more, but. Oh, hey, look! She's getting crazed around by Chris Patton again. <laughs> but um I would have to say out of all the performances in this dub this is the weakest yes I honestly have to say that unfortunately cause it doesn't help that the character isn't competent to begin with I mean that doesn't help much in Maggie's favor but compared to if you were comparing Maggie's performance versus the Japanese I liked the Japanese better. The Japanese was so much better. So like, much better. She was not submissive enough. She just wasn't. Like, her voice wasn't high enough. I didn't feel like she was ever in danger. I just felt like she was mildly annoyed with everything. Like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna die. Uh-huh. And then she tried to make, like, the little sex noises, and I wasn't buying it. Yeah. It I wasn't... <laughs> she sounds more mildly inconvenienced by all of this. Exactly. Oh no, I need <laughs> like, that. Oh no, I have to put an ice pack on my two hickeys. What do I do? Oh, get another one on my thigh. <laughs> oh my god, that first like that first episode was so painful because of her. Oh. Like, my god, like Okay, to be fair, the first episode is really bad, no matter what the episode. Say, the first effects. episode is bad. <laughs> it's just shitty, it just is, it's rushed, it's crappily written, it's about, I don't care who you are on the show, like, the best performance in that is, like, subpar to any other show. I like Chris Patton in a lot of things, but, like, even then it felt really stilted at points, and just... Like, you deserve a medal if you've made it through the first episode of this god-awful, like, god-awful first episode. <laughs> but my god. I, well, at least when, all three of us get medals because we made it through the whole damn show. <laughs> yeah, like, when she, when she touches him, it's like, oh no, you have no pulse. Why are you still talking? I'm like, oh my god, stupid? I'm like, are oh you my fucking god. stupid? Have you not, like, I don't Let's- give a shit if you are raised by the fucking church. No 
Nobody's well, that stupid. But I'll say that's more of the problem of the character rather than the performance. But. I just uh, I just wrote down bad acting 101. She's super fake. And like for a character who's, you know, dumb as a box of rocks and is like a wet paper towel, she wasn't flighty enough. I just, I didn't believe her. I didn't believe that she yeah. was in trouble. And like, especially at one point, like I think Ayato was, you know, having her for dinner and shit. And she was like... <laughs> No, Ayato, not now. Like she, like he was her annoying fucking boyfriend instead of like him trying to kill her. Like I just, right. I didn't believe her. I did not and believe her. And it says her. something when the character is possessed by another character that the other voice coming out is doing ten times as better. I don't give a shit if it's Montreal who's been doing this for years and years and years and years because there are other shows where. Um, because for me, the first time I heard it, I thought it was just her actually being able to act better. I, <laughs> no. I thought it was her. Because we've had a discussion, at least Steph and I, when we were talking about Alexis Tipton. Not Alexis mm-hmm. Tipton, um, Tia Ballard. And yes, Tia oh, Ballard. And Tommy Kiss, when she had to play her character being voiced by J. Michael Tatum. Well, like, picking hold on. Up it his was mannerisms it, and stuff. It was, um, it was Tatum's character, Tomoe, as, disguised as Nanami, but it's Tia Ballard. Well, Tia's- Doing the performing voice. as it was Jay good. Uh, yeah, it was really good, and that's that's how I think that I think that this might be a case of maybe if a more competent director and better writing was in the show, that maybe it could have helped a little bit. Like, yeah, no, no, but, I've seen High School of the Dead. Nothing will help Maggie Fleck. No, a whatever. <laughs> oh no. And at least it's like the one thing is because Sentai does have the rights to Dramatical Murder, which is yet again another visual novel beaten behind the shed and turned into an anime. Um, Yay. <laughs> but, with yeah. With a hacksaw. But at with, least she, there's no girls in that, so I'm kind of safe. <laughs> but, at least for me, I mean, I got used to Maggie's Yui by the end, but at the same time, it was like, uh... Like, it wasn't that believable. And like you said, Gigi, there was points where she, like, treated the guys as, like, the stupid boyfriend rather than, like, this thing that's going to potentially kill her. It, it it didn't like work. Kill, like, kill, bite, have their way, go for a taco dinner in Lito's case. Um, oh, my <laughs> lord. Even when, even when she wakes up in the second episode and's like, oh, where did these clothes come from? It's right? Like, you aren't freaking out that they saw you naked, put you in different clothes, put you in bed. They might have done, so Ayato might have done something to you then. Again, part um, of it, again, I feel like part of it, and this might be going back a little bit to um, Joel McDonald and Sky Wizards. Part of it is the restrictions of the actual character. I feel like that's part of it. But the other part of it is like, you gotta try and sell me on this, girl, and you didn't. Like, you did not. Like, the Japanese voice actress did absolutely everything she could with a submissive wet paper towel. Right. And I just feel like she didn't even try. Like, her, did she even scream in this? Because I don't remember it. It was, like, so I, unmemorable that I just didn't care. I don't think she did, actually. Not I mean, she should have. They're trying to kill her. If she's so upset that she can't get the fuck out of the mansion, fucking scream. Go nuts. Go crazy. And she just did nothing. That could be... That's part writing but i mean come on if she's running through the hallway fucking scream or something mm. okay I, even in even in the japanese girls the japanese saves thing she's literally done her two biggest roles are the girl from diabolic lovers really are That's you it. serious That's right her now two roles. she's like big characters in other shows and 
her two biggest credits are Yui and Diabolic Lovers. This is the this this is the you, right? Yes. Well, good on her. Career legitimate. Good for her. Good on her. She has less. She has less roles than the English voice actress, and yet she can still do a better job. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately that's saying something right there. Like, this is like no offense to Maggie, Maggie or anything. I I can imagine she's a nice person, but. This didn't work. I am so sorry. It didn't. I mean, Meg, you got a paycheck. Good on you. Yeah, you, good on you. You, you deserve been... your paycheck for having to <laughs> act through this. Um, yeah, you deserve that paycheck for going through this shit show, but... You know what? You know, I will bring up Red Garden because I forgot. It's pretty much the same thing. Like, it's a horror anime and right. they're in trouble a lot. Bitch screams in Red Garden. She's fantastic in it. So if you haven't se- if you want to see Maggie when she's good you should watch Red Garden. That whole dub is really great, but she's actually really good in it. Cause I think she, she plays the, the, I the think Valley she plays Girl one. Rachel? I she plays Rachel. Rachel. I don't remember which one Rachel is. Well, I've never seen I, it. So. I have. It's I've a shitty only anime five. but the dub I've is only, good. Yeah, I've only watched six episodes of Red Garden. And it's sitting on my shelf right now. <laughs> I need to. I need to actually find time to sit down and watch the whole damn show. But yeah, like we can't do. We can't throw in the argument of like Maggie hasn't done a lot. We don't know much about range, especially like we know she's capable of better. We can't use that argument. We can partially use the argument of her character has certain restrictions, but only to a certain extent. <laughs> like just be scared. Like I could probably do a better job at Yui than she could. <gasps> <laughs> and end scene. Choo choo. So I think consensus with Maggie is you. It's uh, the unfortunately, it's obviously the weakest performance out of the bunch. Yep. Especially compared to like some of the voice actors who have done a lot of really really good work. But um, yeah, I would say that's the general consensus for Maggie right there. Unfortunately. No uh, thanks, I'm, I'm about to say, I'm sorry. You're probably a nice lady, and everything, nice lady, and you probably and you've done better, but not here, unfortunately. So, overall thoughts on the dub of Diabolic Lovers? It could have been worse, and at least it could have been, been worse for me. <laughs> it could have been worse. Kind of needed true. Ian Sinclair. If Ian Sinclair were in it. I can well, get behind that phone sex voice. Maybe he'll oh. be in the sequel. Well, that's more of a difference between Funimation and da- and um, Sentai. That's really oh, what it true is. True facts. Like a girl I mean, can dream. A girl can dream. I mean, it's possible. I mean, what was it? It's Bryn Hilder in the Darkness. They recently announced Jamie Marshy taking on a role, and that's her first Sentai dub. So it's what? possible. It's just I the mean, big it's... thing is between Houston and Dallas, and that's the big the time. problem. Yeah, that's the big Apparently, problem right Texas there. Texas is the size of most of Europe. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but um But I mean like for me, I never I never got through the show in Japanese. It was not this isn't the type of show I would like willingly sit and watch normally. I kind of watched it cuz I volunteered to do this. Yeah, you volunteered. I mean, once, yeah, once I got through it, I was like, okay, it wasn't that bad. I've obviously seen much much fucking worse. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those shows where I kind of like I kind of want to watch in the Japanese just because I like a lot of the seiyu that are in it. Like, um, yeah, 
the guy who plays Ray from Freeze in there, Yuki Kaji's in there, um, Suzuki is gonna be in it next season, and God knows every one of my friends down here wants to put that man down on a bed and do horrible things to him. Um, <laughs> oh, they should guest star in the next episode. They would if they weren't all at work and shy. <laughs> <laughs> What, if they get the second season, who who is going to play the next set of guys? I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm I also... I mean, I don't know how many actors Sentai really has in their pool, so... See, they, that's why I'm kind of terrified for Dramatical Murder. I mean, this show had a, was... That show is literally a visual novel bunch of dudes. There's one named female character. Right. There's an adult. Because... By the way, in case you couldn't tell, guys, this is actually the first time we're talking about a Sentai show. We've talked about all of the Funimation shows, and this is our first We haven't even touched anything in California, mostly because it costs too much for us. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Fuck you, Aniplex. Yeah, I think Sentai's pool is rather small in terms of voice actors. So, they do pretty often pull from, like, Dallas and the Funimation pool. I mean, you have... Josh Greeley in here and I mean David Matronga has done Funimation dubs, David Wald has done Funimation dubs Chris Patton doesn't do Chris them anymore but he's he used to do some for Funimation but yeah they think they'll be the biggest shot in the foot at Sentai it's not their acting pool because they do have capable actors I think it's their direction and writing staff yeah that might be what it really comes down to well, at least Stephen Foster didn't direct this dub. And if he did... <laughs> no, but wait! If he did, it could have been, like, ghost stories. Okay, that was intentional. Could I know, but could you imagine Diabolic Lovers with no script? <laughs> Actually, that'd be kind of fucking awesome. I know, I kind of want it to happen. Senta, oh you should God. do, like, a second commentary track on it or some shit like that. Mm. <laughs> like, you, it could have been worse. We could have gotten Green Saga. Oh, God. I see that. I didn't see it either, but I've heard about it. I've heard about it. Oh, Lord. I think everybody did as best a job as they could under Mm -hmm. the circumstances of probably Sentai acquiring a really cheap show. And surprisingly, it did well enough to get a Blu-ray. I don't know why they started out dubbing it in the first place, but I'm really glad they did. Yeah, I was surprised that they actually put in the money to dub this show. I did not think it was going to get a dub. Honestly. You know, they didn't even put the damn recap episode on. Still. Yeah. I think, yeah, overall, in terms of the dub, the, vo- the voice cast did the best with what they were given. Some of them were really, really surprising. Some of them, not so much. And then the three of us have our wonderful, wonderful favorites <laughs> that we want so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. Oh, not even gonna I, say it. You've I already, just, he, like, you've already heard me talking about Subaru Josh for like twenty minutes. I'm not even at this point. I'm not even gonna repeat myself. Like no. <laughs> I can't help it that I like assholes. Ingrained <laughs> in me. I like Ahsoka. Sorry. Parental. Wait a second. I just realized I like what? broken things with mommy issues. Oh Uh-oh. no. <laughs> Lilac, you know, Lilac, you know my eternal crush on Kaneki. Oh, fuck. Yep. Oh, the yeah. ultimate mommy issues. The this does not bode well for any of our future marriages. <laughs> no. We this are is just, why I'm single and own a body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> we're doomed. We are so doomed. 
This is why God. the majority of this is probably why the majority of the guys that I've dated are assholes. Life lessons. Who are you? We're me? learning life <laughs> lessons today on Dumb life lessons. Di diabolic life lessons. Yes. The more you know, because did you know that sharing is caring? Mm. <laughs> yes, sharing is caring. And on that all note, the people, why did it have to come out of Lyoto's Lyoto's mouth? Oh my god. <laughs> It was glorious either way. Anyway, if you are interested in seeing Diabolic Lovers, um, you, it is available from Sentai Filmworks in North America. I don't even remember if it was picked up in UK or Australia. I don't think it was. But, um, you can find it from Sentai Filmworks in North America on DVD and Blu-ray. And, um... I believe it is also streaming on the anime network, both yes, the Japan Japanese and the English, but with the English there is a subscriber paywall for that, if I remember correctly. You are correct. Yes, and it may be streaming on Hulu as well, for those in it the is. US. I was say, because Sentai only recently started putting their shows on Hulu too. I, I don't know. I don't think it's dubbed, but you can definitely watch it on Hulu. Yep. Uh, you can also watch it on Crunchyroll. Yeah, on Crunchyroll, that's true. You can watch the Japanese on Crunchyroll. Uh, so yeah, you have a variety of options on how to watch Diabolic Lovers in general. If you want to watch the English version of it, though, it's either you pay money to get the DVD or you pay money to Anime Network to watch it. So, those are really your options if you want to see the English dub of the show. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh... <laughs> This, this shit, what a freaking shit show this turned into. This is one. Yeah. What are you kidding? This is awesome. This is one <laughs> hell of a girls' night. I'll tell you that much. But <laughs> I'm one thousand percent sober for anyone who's watching. Yeah, none of us have been drinking. But you'll fantastic. use that cute picture that I put up on my Skype, right? Not the crazy one where I look possessed with all my Pokemon. <laughs> And use the one that I put on eHarmony. That if you go on the Anime Network's website and you click on the romance genre, you can find Diabolic Lovers. Diabolic Aww. Lovers is a great romance. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what. You, you know want to know what else is in this category? Well, Elfin lead. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm screenshotting this for you. Oh my god, please, yes, for later. Editing, yay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I, Special thing. I, never, I never said what the rules of the Diabolic dr Lovers drinking game was. Oh, what is, what's the first, what's the one where I would get the most drunk? <laughs> Take a shot every time Yui says, no, please stop, let go, or her screaming to God to help. Uh, every time drunk. the vampires bite or lick her, even if they bite or lick her multiple times, you have to drink for everyone. Take a shot every time they comment on her fear. Take a shot every time they talk about her blood. Take a shot every time they manhandle her, grab her, or shove her. Take a shot every time you hear the name Bitch Chan and take a time- take a- take a shot every time, uh, Kanato, uh, goes through a mood swing. <laughs> this That's is 100% proven to get you shit-faced. Lito oh says Bitch Chan 27 times. Is it 27 or 29? It's a lot. Anime. It's a lot. You'd be dead. Okay. Okay, my my two my producer and one of our other girls in our podcast got to episode six before they stopped. I think we're gonna have I'm gonna have to do this one day. It oh won't go God. on YouTube, but I'll do it. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, thanks, Gigi's liver taking one for the team. 
<laughs> and speaking of Gigi, as we're trying to end the damn episode, thank you, Gigi, for coming in and joining us today. Thank you for having me. It was super fun. Of course. It was fun having you because I was I was trying so hard to find a third person and I didn't know who to drag into this. And then I saw one of Gigi's anime collection videos and I found out that she owned Diabolic Lovers and I was like, I know who I'm asking. <laughs> Three so, copies. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. I think one of them us. might be mine soon. One of them's going to Megan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, thank you again, Gigi, for joining us. If you want to check out any of the stuff that she does, you can just go to her YouTube channel, uh, Anime Palooza. Um, she does a bunch of different things. Like, so many things. Way too many things. Way too many things. All of the things. Uh, you and I both do way too many things for our respective channels and stuff, but whatever. Um, <laughs> next, I don't even know what the plan is for the next episode of Dub Talk at this point, because there's like five or six planned out. Eventually Dramatical Murder! Let's see. Like, eventually <laughs> Dramatical Murder. I know JoJo is gonna happen. I know... Yes, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is going to happen once I get my work schedule. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Beyond the Boundary was gonna happen. I know Parasite was gonna happen. I know... We're starting to do more Sentai dubs now. Holy shit! <laughs> I just realized that. The block of Double Talk is gonna be... Yeah. There's Actually, a room. Prison School is coming out. Oh, no, prison, prison School should be out by the time this episode comes out. Theoretically, that should be how it goes. But yeah, there's a lot of episodes in the works and planned out, so who knows what's going to end up next. Uh, but yeah, just keep an eye out. suggestions. Yeah, if you want to give us suggestions of either um, casting announcements that you may have seen that you think we should cover, or if you want us to review the double of the series that was recently released on DVD and Blu-ray. Give us suggestions! That's perfectly fine! We'll, we'll Did you guys do Yuri Kuma already? No, we haven't done... Yeah, well, well, technically, yes, I did. But that was me in my vlog version. You, like, the early you stuff. should do Yuri Kuma. That's a hot mess. Oh, I, I, I've heard, I know. I watched a couple episodes of the dub and I was like, no. You should also do Tokyo Ghoul. Well! Oh, we have plans to do season one! We, like, we did, we did a dub talk for the second season for the broadcast dub, and because Hardy has not seen season one, we need to, we need to make sure, we need to have an excuse oh. to have him see season one, so. It's good. It's, it's gonna good. happen. It's gonna happen. But, um, anyway, no, as we're watching it again, because I marathon it when I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think that's everything for today. So, yeah. Thank you for joining us for this really, really weird and fun shit show of a girl's night. <laughs> Our first girl's night. Sober. Woo. I can <laughs> only imagine what would happen to her. Oh my <laughs> lord, it would be... It would be glorious. It would probably be even more embarrassing, though, some of the stuff that would come out of our mouths. But anyway, until next time, guys, we'll see you later. Or we'll talk to you guys later. I don't even know how this works anymore. I am so tired. Choo-choo! <laughs> Choo-choo, motherfucker! Choo -choo. <laughs>